I should think those whelps. I do detest webs. I didn't relish the thought of evicting those annoying arachnids from my map room. And now I need not concern myself. King of the Ghost City, indeed. More fuel for my ascendance. Hey, oh, ooh, weird. Hey, everybody, it's time to roll for intent. Nope, keep, keep it GM in, Trevor. keep it in. Yep, That's the I intro. hate you. I'm going we love, to. I'm we going love awkward to. starts. Yeah. I freaking gated myself out. It was awful. Yeah, now we can't cut your track because yeah. we're all talking about it. Yes, we it. can. Exactly. <laughs> no, right. we're, we not, we're not. Okay. Uh, Raymond, what shitty thing did you do this weekend? Let's go right away. <laughs> Nothing. No, no, no. I did. I did. Nothing shitty. Uh, no, Raymond I have to be, just wish I'm on, she was at Gen Con. I do. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that I, was I, the I, shitty I, thing. You weren't there. I know. The shitty thing is I didn't go to Gen Con. Exactly. That was it. Guess who did go to Gen Con? Who went to Gen Con, guys? Wait, raise your hand if you went to Gen Con. I'm not raising my hand because nobody can see it anyway. See, show of hands. Yeah, Thank in this audio-only format Perfect. podcast, all of the people can see that. Micah, Jake, and I went to wonderful, scenic Indianapolis this past weekend for Gen Con. Oh, yes. Indianapolis, the fucking right? shoulder pimple of the United States. <laughs> scenic, oh, come on. You can't scenic say Scenic is kind of uh, underselling it, you know. No worse than Lansing. You know, <laughs> I, I, when, when have I ever said that Lansing is a good place to live? I was a loser and just getting married, so. Right, congratulations, yeah, Christian. Congrats. You made an honest yeah. man out of yourself. Thunderous applause. She knew about it, right? Living in sin for how long? She did know about it. Okay, good. Just make it sure. <laughs> There was a goat involved. They exchanged a dowry. It was wonderful. Half a dozen goats, at least. Poured some blood into a copper bowl. Wonderful. Yeah. Sprayed wonderful. it on each is other. It, is it similar to how you would like channel a Sumerian god? Absolutely. <laughs> More or less. Anyway, had a great, great time at Gen Con. Um, had a good time just, you know, being absolutely overwhelmed, completely unprepared for what I was going to oh run into there. Uh, I think Sarah had a better time than all of us because she got to go do mini painting and stuff. And Sarah is the only one of us that was on the floor for all four days. On Sunday, when me and her were heading back up to Michigan, because we took a family vacation for the week before, and I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, we stopped at the convention center so she could run in and get Paizo's fourth day badge, which is a really rad Book of the Dead badge. I'll put some pictures oh, up on the Discord man. or something. Yeah, right. So book one was Dark Archives badge. Book two, or book one. Day one, Dark Archives badge. Day two was Starfinder something. Day three was a Guns and Gears little uh, goblin automaton thing. Uh, and day four was uh, Book of the Dead. And then there was another one that was I Survived the Abomination Vaults, if you did the little playtest deal with abomination vaults there <laughs> it was it was a good time the booth is massive uh everybody was having a great time uh yeah it was it was cool it was cool it was a huge booth right it was the largest size booth that they have them and i think the games workshop warhammer yeah. booth. and the, i think the only one that was bigger or had like more overall booth booth space chess x had like four booths and then chaosium had two very large booths as well dude that uh games workshops uh they had a a whole giant like display table set up for um like all of these like Lieben Rust tanks. Yeah, technically thirty K, yeah. All of this like super right, right, sick right. shit, like Land Raiders, um, Sons of Horus, Space Marines and stuff like that, all painted on this huge, like 
immense like felt covered table, all these cool uh, terrains and stuff on it. It was really sick. Yeah, you got some nice Norse foundry dye while you were there too, didn't oh, you? Oh yes, I ones? did. Yes, I did. I was uh, I was there on the the last day that Micah and I were there. Um, and I was like, you know what? I need to get some dice. And uh, of course, there was tons of dice stands, but there was Norse foundry, and I wanted to spend some money on myself. So I got the the last set of black um, obsidian holographic dice that they had. They took it out of the display case for me. Ooh, that special treatment. I was able to find some uh, 12-sided D6 uh, dice after looking all over the freaking place. I found one place that had 12-sided D6. I paid like $10 for two die. Yeah. Which on aggregate was almost as much as your Norse Foundry set, uh, if we consider <laughs> the per-dice cost. Insane. Yeah, well... Are they holographic? They're not. They're not. They're just like really generic neon green, 12-sided D6. They don't even have numbers. They're just pips. But you know what? I've wanted them for a long time. Yeah, well, shut up. These are cool. I mean, like just like dots? Like is this in Braille? No, it's the the (laughs) dots. Like a D6. Like you would play Yahtzee with. The same type of thing. I'll I'll, I'll get some pictures up on the Discord. Okay, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hell, I think I showed you on the floor. Yeah, I don't care. When we were at that uh, (laughs) press revolution. (laughs) So it's it's a twelve sided die like covered in dots then on every side for like one two three four five six. Yes, but twi- yes, but twice. Wow. So is this, is it a biblically accurate D twelve then? Is what you're saying <laughs> with all of the dots on it? Yeah. Right. Uh sure. Be not afraid. Oh, it's a what seraphim, right? Ah, dude, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's seraphims though. Anyway, it was a great time. Um, the week before, I spent it up in uh, Michigan trying to find all the people that I normally uh, wouldn't see, you know, mostly family and su- stuff over the past. Uh, like me. Yeah, like you. Exactly, like you. Uh, over the past few years, um, got to see Jake. My, uh, my grandparents got to meet my daughter for the first time. Uh, got to take my kids down to the lake where my I other set of grandparents for the lived. first time. That's true. You did, didn't you? Yeah, that was the first I time I met Ellie. I got to meet Micah and realize that he literally could fit in my pocket. <laughs> okay, well, here's, here's my actual question. Am I taller or shorter than you expected? Yes. <laughs> okay. A little bit of both. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Schrodinger short king. <laughs> How tall are you again, Micah? I'm um, 5'7". Okay, we're pretty much... No, you're see, not. We're pretty much the same height. No, you cannot be as little as Micah. That'd be adorable. Really. Sarah, I'm thicker. Sarah, I'm thicker Sarah thicker is than five Micah. seven, and she's taller than you, Micah. That okay. is not true. She is not taller than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, she is. <laughs> I will fight you on this. I will fight both of you on this. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. There's there's <laughs> pictures of us together, and we can I can take a comparative picture with sure, Sarah next like, to me because we're like, like arm and arm. Next to you beautiful. and Trevor. Next to you and Jake. But like, no, no, this is bullshit. <laughs> I've not said anything. Don't, don't feel bad. My little sister's taller than me, too. It's, it's okay. Shit, she's going to get taller than me if she keeps it up, right? It's yeah, really, what, a, what a fucking freak. I know. <laughs> but man, the Midwest is friggin' wild. I it's weird out how here, wild man. it was. There's a place in uh, Uranus, Indiana, with a fudge shop. And there's signs for 150 miles say the best fudge comes from Uranus. And, oh god, uh, I, decided to yeah. go by. I decided to go by. Honestly, it gets funnier after like the 10th sign. Well, after you go to the store, evidently, they have way more signs that are oh super gosh. on the nose. Really? Oh my yeah. gosh. I somehow am not surprised. It's best put, uh, get your fudge packed yeah. in. When you when you pay, when you pay for your stuff, they're like uh you know, exit exit through the uh back door, of course. 
Uh, there's a sign in the parking lot that says, be careful when pulling out of Uranus. <laughs> that's, that's really good. That's it's, awesome. That's some funny stuff. Crazy. It's pretty good. Yeah. Indiana. Did you enjoy getting your fudge packed? That was one that happened. I, I don't know. I tried to lean into it. I was really going to ask them, you know, do you hate your jobs or something? But they <laughs> seem to be having a good time. Are you kidding me? If I had to work like some kind of menial job, like making fudge, if I could lean into a shtick all day, that would make my work so much more bearable. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I disagree. I feel like it would make it more bearable for like the first week. But like after that, it's like, oh, God, fucking like the same, the same like idiot tourists are coming in, making the same shit packing joke. Oh, yeah. My God, I've been making the same stupid jokes for 10 years and you're still my friend. (laughs) 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 That's true. That's true. We still say the same stupid shit when we were high school. Like yeah, the whole the shat jacking. Every kid's jacked Wait, a shat. Every, uh, every kid's jacked a shat. Do I want to know what this is? I'm, I'm confused. That's the joke. I Every, think I want to know what ev- this is. Everyone knows what it is, Raymond. You should know what it is. Every teen's jacked a shat. I'm so confused. <laughs> so that's the whole joke when we bring people into the fold is that you just keep saying that and like acting like you're supposed to know what it is. But in reality, it's nothing. And you yeah. make somebody feel super unincluded <laughs> for not knowing what nothing is. That's, that's just... That's just perfect. The best part is when you call up like somebody else in the group who's in the know on the joke. And then uh, you say, hey, so like I'm trying to explain this like thing to a friend of mine. I don't think I'm, it's coming across. Well. Yo, Conrad, uh, Micah doesn't know what Jack and a Shad is. Do you, have you ever jacked a Shad? Then from across the phone, you'll hear every teen's jacked a Shad. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. For a decade. It's the best. You're all stupid. I know. It's, it's really good. It's really good. I've gotten really close friends with it. I, I realize that a lot of my memories about the North and uh, my time when I, there when I was a child are just bold-faced lies. Like uh, Pizza Place I used to love. Absolute not great. I don't want to say it was garbage because it's not the worst pizza I had, but it's a strong contender. Oh, come on. Say the name because we all know what you're talking about. Main Street Pizza in Ovid, Michigan. Yeah, Main Street Pizza in Ovid. Why would you go to Ovid for fucking pizza? Because I have nostalgia memories. Why? Nostalgia memories. Because Trevor grew up yeah, in parts of Ovid. Yeah, I lived in parts of oh, Ovid. God. I lived in Ovid until I was oh, like seven. God. And my first oh, pizza God. was probably Main Street Pizza. And I even have fond memories from there a decade ago. And this time it was just not great. Uh, the chairs were just, you know, the nasty. The place was gross. But I did go to Cottage Inn, which was wonderful. <laughs> Cottage Inn is good. I will die on that hill. I, you know, they, they remade the one here in downtown Lansing. So much better. So much better. There, um, there is a, uh, an Asian place. I'm assuming it's a Chinese place, but I don't know, so don't stab me. Uh, on Cedar Street near Holt called You Like? And I was absolutely confused <laughs> by the presence of that place. I know place. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's just, south of the, it's just south of the train track. Yes, it is. <laughs> yep, yep. That place has been there forever. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot about it. There's that, like, that, that's one of, like, the weird, like, Lansing, like, there's, there's, so there's, like, a weird thing in this tiny, shitty city about, like, food restaurants here in town. And As if anybody to who kind of from the like, well, let me finish, because we have a weird phenomenon that I refer to as the Mr. Taco problem, okay? <laughs> what? What? And the Mr. Taco <laughs> problem is that there is a restaurant on Southern MLK on the southbound side, on the right, called Mr. Taco. For some reason that I don't understand, this is a staple of this entire fucking area of the state, evidently. And whenever Mr. Taco posts to their zealot-like Facebook group that they're going to be open for two or three days out of the week, cars will line up around the building and then down the street for blocks to get some of this Mexican food, which I can assume is made by God themselves. 
or whatever deity you believe. That's in. really weird to me. I, yeah, I don't understand. Like they're never open at all. They're in a shitty location. And as soon as they get online and they're like, all right, we're making like 900 fajitas. People come out in droves <laughs> and I don't get it. It can't be that good. I refuse to believe it. On the subject of, of Mexican, specifically taco restaurants, there's a place on the corner of Cedar and Howell called Tacos y Mas, which would be okay, except for the fact that E is not spelled with a Y. It's just the letter E and it bothers me to no end. That's great. Oh my God. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm still over here trying to figure out how the fuck you refer to it as the Midwest when it is three hours ahead of us on the West Coast. <laughs> I don't know, man. Great Lakes Midwest is like a weird yeah. confluence yeah. of the two, like, right? We're, we're definitely like Midwest, but I like... It is the easternmost time zone in the United States, and it's referred to as the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't make the rules. I just live yeah, here. Yeah, that's that's only because the eastern time zone is massive, to be completely honest. It's it's huge as far as landmass yeah. is concerned. Uh, when uh, Raymond and Christian come out from California to Michigan, we'll have real authentic Michigan uh, Mexican food for you guys. Hell so, yeah. You know, yeah. You know what? Raymond is coming to Houston next week, and I'm going to take him to some barbecue joint. It's going to happen. Hell yes. I'm excited. I we, I'm gotta go. we were going to last time you came to Houston, but like mm-hmm. your flight got delayed. Remember? Yeah, it did. I know. I and know, if you I happen know. to be it here sucked. during the right time of year, I'll take you to the Polish hall to get a pierogi, Raymond. Yes, I love food. That's what it all comes I, down to. That is really Raymond. Like you gotta let me know when you get migrated as far north as San Francisco. We can meet up. I go to San Francisco all the time, but we. I, I know I'm, you do. You called him. I know. I. That's the only place I've ever seen Raymond is in San Francisco. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You know where else you guys got? The final room of the first basement of the gauntlet that you hadn't cleaned out yet. Last week, as far as the listeners are concerned, Jesus, it's been so long <laughs> since we've recorded. You were able to go up to the northeastern corner of the first basement of the gauntlet, where Yosef uh, had tripped the first trap, the cataclysmic visions of Absalom, uh, but he was able to deftly definitely disarm the rest of them and make their way into a large conference room where there was a ghostly city uh, projected onto the center of the table being lorded over by a web lurker slash cap named Nimnevex who called himself King of the Ghost City, I believe, something along those lines. No, he's dead now. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Solus got freaked the fuck out by some spiders. I think you meant Micah got freaked the fuck out <laughs> by some spiders. Yeah, I was just going to say, it wasn't Solus. Yeah, exactly. I had a great time being a bad friend and uh, ignoring one of Micah's trigger warnings just, just for comedy. It was great. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Hey, guys, I don't like spiders. Can we not do spiders in this series, please? Uh, to be completely honest, I did not know that that was a trigger warning. So as it comes, as it crawls up your neck with all of its like yeah. eight <laughs> legs lacing yeah. around your neck, you can hear the spinnerets engage. <laughs> engage. Chicka, 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 chicka. Yeah, I honestly didn't know that was a thing for Micah until he said, until Jake said something mid, like, oh, yeah, Micah hates spiders. I'm like, oh, yes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Micah's weirdly stoic about many things, but spiders? Mm-mm. It wouldn't have pegged you as, a, as, a, as an arachnophobe. Well, you know, it's really strange because, like, they're natural prey of, of like, most birds. So a spider shouldn't freak you out. Exactly. Well, there are things called bird-eating spiders, so on, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but this isn't one of them. Well, act- well actually, well, I don't know. These were been. big. These dream spiders yeah. are, are considered they, tiny. They were some big Which is spiders, pretty yeah. dang big yeah. in uh, the world of Pathfinder. This is like Brazil-sized spiders. So, gentlemen, you have 
uh, emptied this room or, or cleared. You have cleared this room of threats, and you are about to take a look through a uh, cache that was hidden in the center of the room, wrapped in webs. And and who was it that was going to to pick through that? I totally remember. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Uh, exactly. Nobody yeah, remembers. No. Yeah, it's, no, it's, no it's been so long. Well, hey, you you decide. God, go ahead. Yeah, no, right. no, just somebody pick it. Just somebody pick who's going to open it. Bill, grab Sorry, guys. the chest. It's been like three weeks since we recorded. It's nuts. It, it's a chest, right? Uh kind of. It's like a package wrapped in webs. Bill grabs it because. He looks at Solus and he's like, you're not going to want to touch this. It's full of spider webs. And he just grabs it and just rips it open. Hopefully there's no delicate contents inside. <laughs> Roll a reflex. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Baby spiders crawl out everywhere. <laughs> it's a spider egg. Yeah. It's a spider egg. It's just, you know, thousands of spiders fly out. You open up. Inside is a bundle of bananas with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> inside of this chest, or not chest, package, is a delicate necklace with several lustrous red beads of various sizes hanging from it. There is also a silver-bound opal pendant and what looks to be uh, some bright, shining steel pellets of some sort. Can I get some hmm. crafting checks, gentlemen? So you Heck can maybe yeah. find out what these are? Yeah. I got good craft. I have crafting, too. Craft the shit out of it. Natural fucking 20. First roll. <laughs> nice. You know what? I'm not going to make anybody else because you have pretty good crafting, too. You're trained, aren't you? I do. So I am trained, yes. You're all right. Okay. The delicate necklace is a necklace of fireballs. Oh. It's hot, guys. Ooh. For those of you not in the know, uh, it allows you to pull a bead off the necklace and toss it as if it were a fireball spell. There is a mix of type of beads that are on it. There is a single 66 fire damage fireball and two 4d6 fire damage fireballs, both with the DC 21 reflex save. Oh, uh, what level is this necklace? Oh, uh, it's a level one necklace of fireballs. Okay. All right. That's really cool. As Mordrin, you throw a lot of things. You should take this. Adding it to the inventory. The next item is what's known as a mesmerizing opal. Um, it's a talisman, which you can affix to armor which you've run into a couple talismans before. We have Ooh. had the fear gem, I believe. And I feel like there was something else. Maybe you got a, a I had wolf a, tooth I had or a something like fang. that. I, st- yeah, I, have, I had a wolf's fang, and I still have the exactly. fear gem. So you can ev- activate this as an envision free action. Um, you, if you, The trigger is to attempt a deception check to faint, but you haven't rolled yet. Uh, when you activate it, uh, if your outcome of your triggering check is a critical failure, you get a failure instead. And if it's a success, you get a critical success. So it's for fainting. Hmm. And finally, the little steel balls, there's five of them. They are shining ammunition, uh, which shed bright light in a 20-foot radius when they are fired by a sling. If it hits a target, it will stick to them and cause the target to shed light in the same 20-foot or 20-foot radius. Hmm. All right, cool. That'd be useful if Nova's had dark vision. interesting things for you guys. But that pretty much completes the second floor of the Abomination Vaults, or first basement. I'm not really sure how to name these. I'm going to start calling it the second level from now on, because I'm going to. It represents chapter two of the first book. So, gentlemen, the ball is in your court. Perhaps in your vault, even. (laughs) (laughs) Yosef, this, uh, this opal, I don't believe I'd be able to make use of it. Perhaps it'd be better suited to you? Uh, maybe. I, it could be something I could use to 
throw somebody off balance. Indeed. I mean, I'll take it, but I I kind of already have an ability that kind of lets me feint and then hit for like without the multiple attack penalty as a rogue, so it would be largely useless to me. Uh, Joseph, uh, why don't you check this little area over here? He kind of ran over here. I wonder if there's a secret door as he was trying to escape, or maybe he was just trying to get around us, but he did end up in this corner. Uh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Hit me with your best perception check. You got it. 21. Absolutely nothing. You have no idea why he would have ran to that corner other than trying to make his way to the door. Hmm. Nope. Nothing over here, really. Just, uh, more webs and, uh, and more dead spiders. I found a tooth. <laughs> and what was this thing doing in here? It's still not clear to me. Maybe it was guarding this package. Yeah, it looks like he also couldn't leave. Also, what is this, like, weird little, like, is this like a coffee grinder or something over here? <laughs> what is that? Uh, I'm not certain. Uh, I think that it's just a is... uh, feature. That might actually be a column in the corner of the room or something. Looks like a lantern that's hung no, on that's the wall. No, that's a lantern. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, a yeah. Lantern. that's what that is? A lantern. Okay, yeah. it looks like yep. a coffee grinder from a... Yeah, it does. Just a top-down view. What a strange thing to notice. Okay. Sorry, guys, I got really distracted by this lamp that looks like a coffee grinder. <laughs> it feels like maybe in the past life I was a barista. For those of you at home, Jake himself used to be a barista. Which is why this looks like a coffee grinder to me. <laughs> Everything makes sense now. It does look like an old-timey coffee grinder. Like, remember the thing in Up that Carl no, uses no, to dad, steer the my house? My dad has one. My dad has one, but yeah. I'm talking about for the listeners. If you don't know what an old-timey coffee grinder is, in the movie Up, it's what Carl uses to steal the, or steer the house. It looks wow, like that. If Carl stole that house, that's a much different movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they were trying to get him off the property. He'd been squatting for yeah, years. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it's just grand theft. <laughs> Catch me now, suckers. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, gone in 60 balloons. Looking around, can I tell what this room was originally used for? Oh, uh, give me a society. Okay. Uh, that is a 19 for a 20. Ooh, big roller. This is a conference room. It looks like Belcora and her top lieutenants may have sat here to plan their assaults on Absalom, hence the hence the ghostly version of the city in the center for planning, potentially. And uh, the hallway leading into here, those visions of a potential cataclysmic future for Absalom may have served as some sort of vision board, perhaps. Hmm. Very Six Sigma of the Belcora organization. I don't like it. So... so- so I, <clears throat> I I can't help but wonder. I've never actually been down here. What is it that you're all doing down here, actually? Uh, well, this is a weird time to ask. <laughs> but, um, more or less, um, I live here in this town. And uh, the Gauntlet has been sending um, more and more awful things into the place I live. I think you've been here for some of them. I believe we've also told you about the, and I don't, I cannot, uh, like, as like, emphasize this enough. Ghost laser beam from the top of the tower. So, trying to figure out why it's doing that. Have we have we been to the to the tower to to check that out? Uh huh. Um. Yes. Yes, we have. There's a big scary ghost blood guy. There are vampiric mist. We were never there at night when it was uh. 
showing its ghostly light. I don't know if we want to be. Yeah, probably not. At some point, I, I still believe that we should. I mean, maybe after we're a little bit stronger and know what we're dealing with. I mean, we saw a marsh giant running around at night in the swamp. We don't know what else there is inside of the keep if that's what's outside of it. I mean, hell, for all we know, didn't, didn't that uh, Grave Knight, isn't he presumably somewhere in here farther below, I would imagine? Oh, yeah, we still have underneath us where you went down that well, Yost. But how deep does this place go? We don't know. We didn't know it went this deep. There's another floor beneath us, and we don't know what's underneath that. We don't even know what's on the third floor, really. I was attacked by, like, a a, a sentient pile of bolognese. <laughs> it spit acid at me and made me blind. Everybody else saw it, too. It was horrifying. So, hmm. yeah, I, I don't know how much farther beneath it goes, but as far as the town of Otari is concerned, he kind of, like, looks at everybody in the room. He's like, we're, we're the best they've got. Unfortunately. Yeah, anytime they send anybody, they always die. I mean, I have a, a, an ability to, to deal with and, and destroy specters, and that's uniquely useful here. And it makes me uniquely suited. I, that's really the only reason I, I can really give you for being down here. I, I live here, and this is the nicest home I've ever had. And I don't want to see it destroyed. Aww. And I'm here on assignment from the Knights of Lastwall. But uh, j- just to steer the conversation towards our plans, how are you all doing uh, health-wise? Are you injured? I am bleeding everywhere. I'm a little hurt. Not a lot, though. Well, yes, I-, I have a little scratch here, but it- it- I think it should be fine. I was bitten a lot. I don't feel very good either. Yeah, I think this is a prelude of things to come, potentially. That You guys got hurt pretty bad, and you don't have a whole lot of in-combat healing. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, gentlemen, how are you going to address that? You only have one person trained in medicine, yes, sir. Uh, as Mordrin, do you have any medical training? As Mordrin does, but it's not the best. He only has a plus six in medicine, but he is trained. He has no wisdom modifier. I have a plus eight. <laughs> That's yeah, a DC 15 for a base, so... Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to try to heal myself real quick. In 10 minutes of downtime, hit that DC 15. I'm going to try rolling uh, the Black Obsidian dice I got from Gen Con. This will be the first roll. See how it goes. Yeah. A natural 18. Nice. That is for so a... So what's that uh, your total to? 26. Oh, so that's a crit. So you get 48. I believe so. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you get 48. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. Also, in this downtime, Bill threw his new axe, and he would like to go find it, where it landed and pick it up. Perfect. Uh, Solus, you can do lay on hands on yourself and then refocus and did keep I, doing that every 10 minutes, essentially. Uh, I thought I used that during the combat. Yeah. You did use it during the combat, but you can refocus and use it. You I basically mean, you can, can use it yeah. every 10 minutes. Yep. So how long are we going to be here? Uh, well, this was like the first encounter we've come across, I think, in yeah. this particular trip in. Like, sure, yeah. we had to disarm the traps, but I was exceptionally lucky and on a hot streak for disarming those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You also yeah. had bested the Drake 
in this trip as well. Yeah, but that's so, yeah, that earlier round. No, I know, but I'm, I'm telling you, this is the first combat. This is the second combat. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My bad. Uh, I also critically succeeded on that healing check, and at a 48, I got 27. Uh, so I'm at 41 oh, yeah, out of 46. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm gonna, you know, and it, it, it looks good. Like, the work that Yosef did on himself, like, a lot better than what he first started. And you can see there's kind of, like, this... He, like, looks down at, like, his flank where he's kind of sewn himself up. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good. He's not going to bleed out or die. And he looks at it with, like, a, a look of admiration and then kind of, like, a... Hmm. Like, kind of, like, thinking to himself, like, man, Tobin would be proud of me. Oh, well. Insert sad violin strings here. Yeah, right? You look and there's no T, and then you're like, let me put a little I for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not crossing the T, we're dotting the I. Yeah, today. exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so just do, you doing the uh, lay on hands and uh, refocus thing. I can be full health in thirty minutes. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yosef could also run a medicine check on you, and as long as he doesn't yeah. crit fail, it could speed it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think I've gotten the hang of this. Do you want me to give you a hand solace? Uh, yes. Uh, Tovin had a habit of. Uh, doing it when I was turned around, so doing it from behind, perhaps you would, you would like to do that as well? Oh, so doing it from behind? Yes. That's exa- why you like it? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to turn around right. for you. Yes. Okay, bend over. And, uh, and I'm going to roll this medicine <laughs> Alright. Natural 19. Fuck yeah. I love these cool. dice. Thank you, Norse Foundry. And then, uh, right, thank you, Norse Foundry for all your random number generating needs. <laughs> it's going to turn soon. That's 17 hit points back. All right. Up to yeah, well, that'll, 31. That'll speed you up at, a little bit. Yeah. And with that lay on So your hands. lay on hands should be uh, 12 points each time. Yep. So just 20 minutes now. Cool. Yep. So 20 minutes plus the 10 minutes he took. So it still took 30 yep. minutes. But you know what? Yeah. Still good. Better than a sharp stick in the eye. Sure is. Since you are now a party that does not have resources as limited as before. Yes, I know Asmordrin has a limited number of uh, alchemical things. What is it? Quick alchemy, vials, I forgot exactly. Yeah, reagents. Yeah, the reagents. That's it. Are you guys going to journey deeper and just maybe take a gander? Or are you going to head back and resupply? Or maybe you said you weren't going to head back to the town because you know, Mm -hmm. uh, there's some heat, you know, on a camp in this uh, floor that you have cleared. Yeah, I think we were going to be staying down here uh, after I think, I, what time of the day is it, honestly? Because we had to leave it's from Hattie's and just come straight early here. afternoon, right? I'd say it's maybe 2, two 3 o'clock, something like that. Not quite not quite mid-afternoon, or around mid-afternoon, I guess. Well, I'd like to turn and look everybody in the eyes and silently acknowledgement and be like, okay, I'm feeling good. I think we can continue. Is anybody interested in making a foray into the third floor? I think we may as well, yes. Yeah. Is, is everything in this floor, is, is it dealt with? Is there anything left? Yes, we have we have found everything here. Oh, have you met Zaz? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, no, no. I, oh, this will be fun. He might be around. He might not. I don't, I don't, I'm not telling you anything. It'll be more fun <laughs> when you see him. Uh, okay, and and also to add to the storytelling element and just having fun with um, Asmorgen as a character... I do not want to take the secret stairs that I found uh, when I was chasing the Light of Otari. I want to go down the secret elevator I found that makes mm-hmm. us walk directly past the giant purple desiccated worm. Yeah. Nice. Well, you don't have to walk by the worm to get to the elevator. You don't? We'll still have to walk past the chamber with the giant beam of negative energy going through it. Oh, yeah. Surrounded by a dead worm. 
So I will take you past that door, Asborgen, and be like, oh, hey, look, check that out. So as you're walking around, you hear this, this for three three of you, a um, oddly comforting buzzing noise and uh, a, a, a wet, fleshy, slobbering noise as well. As you see this pudgy, fat, fly baby thing buzzing down one of the corridors that you're walking through, licking oh. the walls oh. clean. Just look at him as Modron. Isn't he cute? Hmm. It's a filthy creature. I, oh, I, was, I was just going to say, yes, very attractive. <laughs> well, that is the wrong answer. <laughs> uh, yes, this, this horrifying creature has been uh, contracted by Belcora to clean this section of the gauntlet with its tongue. Well, that's, that's very unfortunate. That doesn't sound like fun. He's a, he's a rather pitiful creature, so we, we felt bad about it and decided to not kill him and just destroy his contract when we found it. Seeing as how he's probably suffered enough. And probably full. It really is quite a, pathet- quite a pathetic thing. Do we really want to talk to him again? I mean, I'm not going to not talk to him if he says hi. Just pretend like you're on the phone so you don't have to talk to him. He, he flips you off as he buzzes by. Oh, well, now I'm not destroying your contract. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't gotta be a dick about it. God. You know what? And I'm just gonna take off my pants and shit on the floor. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's a way to assert your dominance. This is this is rat shit. So it's like it's like really long and white. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on level two. I walk while I do it. Gross. <laughs> That's for you, jackass. The worst timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a Yusoki. It's just going to be like a bunch of Snickers laying on the floor. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm into that shit. Literally. So you guys make your way into the room that you recognized previously as a torture room. Uh, there was a hidden door that is still open on the south wall. And then it crosses into a T-shaped room. And on the south wall, there is yet another hidden door that is open. Inside of that room, it's plain, circular, and there's a single image of a moss-caked skull on the eastern wall. What do you do? Okay, so really, like, only comfortably, like, two of us can really fit in here, so we have to go down in pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me explain how this works. This is a creepy, awful, evil elevator. Here, and then he points to the uh, east side of the room, where the moss-covered skull is. And he says, if you want to descend or go back up from this point, because this, this floor starts to go down, uh, you just touch that skull, and then you start to sink away, and the doors will close, and then you wind up on the third floor, and it opens up, and you can walk out. Well, well what's on the, the third floor here? Uh, all we really know is a library and some fog. A library? Oh. You dealt with the fog. It was the mist stalkers. Right. Oh, right. right. Well, there was some fog, but then I, we killed it. I, I feel li- a, a library might prove very useful. Well, where is that? Uh, we'll take you to it. Um, oh, this is the room where Billiam almost killed us all, too. Mm-hmm. This was cool. I'm pretty sure I could hear God laughing when this was happening. <laughs> I don't remember any of it, but I do remember bonking you. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, there is a room down here that we didn't go in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will also say that um, it would be easy for you to tell, Yosef, since you were able to discover the other secret door, that there is another secret door on the northern section of this wall. Of which wall? 
in the room that you are in currently, there's a northern wall in the circular chamber, the oh, elevator chamber. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just heard an unlocking noise. Yeah. And there it is. Oh, as Mordrin was underneath oh. me, some ah! They teleported. <laughs> Wait, there's two of me. But there's also a door to the south, a door to the north as well. What do you do? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna walk down this hallway. Uh wary of traps. Yeah, this is kind of a long, foreboding hallway. I don't like this. Yeah. A five foot wide, thirty foot long hallway. It looks like Lance Armstrong. Wait, what? What? It looks like a dick with it looks like a dick with one ball. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it does. Oh my god. It does. Is <laughs> <laughs> it not? You are truly the the renaissance man in this group. I'm just right? saying, does it not? It one hundred percent does. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. You know, I guess <laughs> I'm gonna listen at this door with a perception check. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a like a little picture of this area, just just Go for the fun ahead. of it. It's fine. Keep going. I got a night. I got a nineteen listening at this door. You can hear uh, somebody kind of maybe humming to themselves. Okay, I'm going to turn to the rest of my party. There is somebody inside. They are humming while they work. How cute. Can you tell if it is another devil? Does it sound devilish? What languages do you speak? I'll tell you. I don't know. Um, I speak Aklo, Common, Draconic, Assyriani, and Yosoki. Uh, you do not recognize the language, but you can hear something uh, speaking in here. So I don't even recognize... Okay. Yeah, uh, somebody you do is, not. Somebody is speaking something, and I don't know what it is. Mm. They're whispering in some weird language, and I do not understand. It's not Aklo, it's not Draconic. Is everything you've encountered down here an enemy? Or? Usually. That has been the tendency, yes. I tried to play nice with the spider, and look what happened. Well, perhaps Solis should be in front. Does anybody... Does anybody, like... Don't, don't the undead speak language? There have been intelligent undead down here. They speak like Necro or something, don't they? E- even if it is an undead, I, I, I believe that as Mordrin is right, I will take up the front. Uh, okay. uh, Billy, Billy, excuse me. Okay. I'm just going to... As Mordrin, come through. I'm just going to get... Okay, sorry, Billy. It's my tail. As Mordrin, as Mordrin, you're weirdly wide. What languages do you speak, Solus? I speak... Uh, common, undercommon, and Naklo. All right. Yeah, you don't recognize it either, but you can hear it clearly. You don't even have to listen hard. You can hear this. Okay. Uh, I'm still stupefied, by the way. Is that... Should that... Uh, That's just how you are, Micah. That's fair. I will deal with it. Loser. There you go. You're a loser. Okay. All right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that just persisted for the combat or what. So... It, it, it was just for the combat. Okay. You're good. All right. Um, I, I do not want to be hasty, but should I approach with my weapons drawn? I know I'm going to, and I produce the whip. Yeah, me too. Very well. I'll draw my uh, sword and shield. It's it's generally much easier to put your weapon away when you don't need it than draw it out when you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what it's I'm going to take a trepidatious step in. I'm going to take a trepidatious step in. Do it. Open the door. I'm going to take a trepidatious step in. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you step into the room. And you see a room that looks like it may have once served as a writing studio. Uh, but today its condition has been 
all but obliterated, and there's dozens of tiny swatches of skinned flesh covering every wall marked with tattoos. <gasps> oh, God. Ooh. Judging by the workspace on the table in the middle of the room, uh, these tattoos probably were placed post-mortem. Where the s- there's a swath of pale skin stretched over the desk, uh, sporting a half-completed image of a shapely, sinister woman. Bill slowly and you covers. See this creature in the in the side of the room, sitting on a on a stool, and this is what you heard mumbling to itself. And let me show a picture of you. Oh, he's cute. And he looks as if he is stitching and tattooing a patch of flesh that is resting on his thigh. It looks like an evil Toven. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Shit. Bill slowly covers the tattoo that he has on his arm. That's to not draw attention to it. Mine's on my back, thankfully. (laughs) He does not seem to notice you currently. Meta, do we just kill it? <laughs> I, I assume so, yeah. No time for dialogue. Okay, well, like, standing where I am, I want to look around the room quickly. Does it look like anything else is there that would jump out at me or anything hidden or anything like that? There's a bunch of books in here, but nothing strange other than that. You can roll a perception check to see if any any deeper. Uh, yeah, sure. 10 for a 19. Nothing strange jumps out at you. Yeah, he is definitely focused on whatever he's doing. He does not see you at all. Yosef is going to do a complex series of hand gestures that we obviously went over before we came down here that means let's go. Yeah. I do like a bunch of like like uh, Naruto Jutsu <laughs> hand things. Yeah, I'm going to uh, just keep my sword pointing a little bit at this guy. Like just, you know, between me and him and uh, step to the right to give room to everybody else to walk in. All right. And do you all do so? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to move my character there. All right. He is still very, very intent on this, and he has not even looked up, and he's still kind of sputtering and humming to himself, and, uh, you know, you'll see where it looks like he's trying desperately to not make a mistake. Just tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 tap. I'm going to, like, look at everybody else, and then go, like... <clears throat> Still pays no heed to you. Tap, 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 tap. Looking at things. I'm going to look over his shoulder. Hey there, buddy. <laughs> what you working on? And he looks up and adjusts the glasses, and he kind of snarls. And <laughs> ah, more flesh. Ah, more skin. Yours will be mine next. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. Yeah, that's pretty much what I expected. Yep. <laughs> you know, we had this whole discussion of like, I wonder if this is another one, like, sentient one that'll talk and give exposition. But no, it's just surrounded <laughs> nope. and like, yep, this is a good fight. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're going to kill him. <laughs> Literally go. fucked into a corner before initiative is even rolled. He's like, yeah, this is a fight I want. Oh, uh, fuck. That's not good. <laughs> All right. Solus, what'd you get? Uh, three for an 11 or uh, three for a 12 excuse me Ooh, that's not good is it no that's not good at all no it is not as Mordrin, what you got 15 for a 21 significantly better yosef natural 20 for a 30 that's what's uh oh yeah that's that's a good one billiam a six for a 13 not good at all no and i'll roll the scoober Ooh, we rolled well 
So I'm going to set the stage for those at home. This is a small uh, 15 by 15 room. There's a table dead center. On the eastern wall, sitting on a stool, is this creature who has now stood up. On the far north end of the room is Yosef in the center. On the far south center is Billiam. And the south uh, eastern corner, uh, directly opposite this creature, is Solus. Still perched directly outside of the room on the south side is Asmordrin. And we are going to begin the encounter. This thing looks up and he's, 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 he's angry and he's like kind of putting away his tools into his shirt. He's like, can't get anything done around here without an interruption. Uh, will you make a pretty canvas for me, won't you? And he spends a whole action sputtering and doing that crap. And uh, then he's going to reach out and claw at our buddy Solus. Uh, and here it comes. That's an 11 for 28 to hit. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. All right. So first of all, I need you to give me a... Let me get a fortitude save out of you as this rank, disgusting claw comes out and rakes you across the cheek. All right. Uh, that is a 19 for a 28. Yeah. You are good. You're able to okay. shake off this feeling that, that seems to be manifesting as a numbness beginning in your fingertips. But now you got to take the damage out of this guy. And that's going to be 17 points of damage. Oh. Oh. And having seen the blood okay. and, and smelling it, he tries to get a taste and he goes to bite. And that's an 11 for a 23. Uh, yeah, that hits just barely. All right, I need you to give me two fortitude saves. Give me the first one. Uh, first, this is against a disease. All right. 13 for a 22. That's a failure. Okay. You don't really... You feel oh, things wow. strange. You feel different. But there don't seem to be any ill effects as of yet. Now give me that second fortitude save. I feel different, not the same. This kind of feeling I can't explain. <laughs> uh, 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 10 for a 19. The numbness is stronger now. It's so strong that you can't seem to feel anything. You can't feel your body. You lose control of your legs. You are now paralyzed from the bite of this ghoul. That's not good. Let me give you the damage on this attack right here. That's another 15 points of damage as your oh, body no. seizes up. All right. And I can't remember. Paralyzed. Does that drop you prone, Christian? Or Christian? Nope. You just cannot move. Yep. And you are flat-footed. That is the end of its turn. Yosef, you are up. All right. Well, time to trip it. <clears throat> Yosef, wait, wait. What? Well, let me go. I can hit it with a um, electric or a bottle of lightning. That'll make it flat-footed until my turn because Solus isn't going to give flanking if he's paralyzed. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if he's down on the ground, he's flat-footed to everybody. But I see what you're I'm saying. I'm not on the ground. I'm talking about the monster, not you. Oh, yeah. This is true. I just feel this might be a better situation to actually try to kill it instead of wasting too many actions not damaging it. <laughs> I hear your cries and will look at you and then stop my swing and wait. I will hold my turn. All right. As Mordrin, you are up. All right. 
Ooh, that is a 14 on the die for a 24. That beat to beat, buddy. Nice. This is going to be rough. (laughs) All right. That is, um, where is my bottle of lightning? There it is. That is going to be six total damage, and it is flat-footed until the beginning of my next turn. Or is that the end of my next turn? Yep, start of my next turn. Excellent. All right. You've got two more actions then, right? Yes, but I cannot afford to waste my... uh, Shoot, 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 shoot. Oh, I do have one of those. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I still have two actions. I am going to uh, draw the wand so I have it in one hand. And other than that, I suppose I will try to intimidate it because I don't want to waste... This thing is way too tough. I do not want to... waste actions doing things that have high chances of failure that is oh that's a shitty roll a five so that's going to be a 12 to intimidate so i know that will not succeed that is definitely not a success but hey six electrical damage to it and it's flat footed better than a sharp stick in the eye yosef you are now up flick whip in hand now we're taking this thing on a trip <laughs> That was a natural three. Thank you, Norse Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> On the first attack. So that's going to miss. Let's see. I know I have other things that I could do in this instance, but it's just... I kind of just want to keep tripping this idiot. Well, trip him. He's still flat-footed, so... Hmm. Yeah, but if I... Yep, you're right. I don't need to do that yet. I'm just going to try to hit him with my minus this time. It's kind of hard to see the dice until I pick it up. That's a 14... Uh, so that's only like plus five, I think, 19. That's going to be a miss. Plus six, 20. Well, whatever. Still a miss. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to swing again, swing for the fences. I got a 20 earlier, so go for it. I got a 16 in total. And that's a no. That's the end of my turn. Billiam, buddy. Yeah. Bill's got his brand new retribution axe out. It just looks like a regular axe at this point. He looks over at his friend Solis. He's like, hey, you good? You good? He's not good. And uh, Bill will start raging and take a big daddy hack right at this guy's <laughs> blue looking neck. Mm, daddy. Uh, daddy hack. Mm-hmm. The daddy hack. 16 for a 27. Nice. <gasps> That's a hit. Excellent. Ooh. All right. I don't remember the damage on this. So I'm just going to roll it on here. Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie last night, actually. <laughs> 17 points nice. of damage. Not bad. Not bad. 11. It's a 1d12 plus 6. And uh, I can't occupy Solus's space, which sucks butts. Um, but I want as can as Mordrin see? Can you see it from where you're at? Or do you need to be in yeah. the room? You can. Okay. I can okay. see okay. it. I didn't know. I if mean, you could I, see it or the not. miniature it, line of sight is I have full visibility to. Okay. It. Perfect. Um, then yeah, then Bill's going to just take one more take one more hack at him. Hopefully, uh, I don't. I don't. I I saw him take out Solus in one round, so I'm like, well, I should probably take him out. And that is uh, another 16 for a 22. That's a hit 22. because it's flat-footed. Yeah! Ooh. All right. So 1d12. Eight plus six is a is 14 points of damage. All right. Chipping away, chipping away. I'm like, come at me, bitch. Oh, now we're at our solid friend here uh, who is standing there. At rapt attention, <laughs> sword and shield in hand, 
able to only take mental actions. Yep. So locked in stasis, number one, I would like to try to recall knowledge on this thing. Give me that either undead lore or religion. Uh, either would do. Religion is my plus 10. So I'll do religion. What's undead lore at? Plus six. Uh, it is better for you to do the undead lore. Okay, fair enough. 16 for a 22? No, you're not quite sure what this is. It's obviously undead. Okay. But you can't tell anything else specific about it. All right. Uh, then action number two. This may be GM Fiat. Um, like, I'm looking at it right now on uh, archives of uh, Nethys. I want to try to demoralize it. No, you're not going to be able to do that. So just like looking... You got no way to do it. Okay. Uh, well, just like looking at it right now, it's auditory, concentrate, emotion, fear, mental. Right. Like, but it doesn't... auditory, you got to be able to make the noise. Right. Yeah. All right. Or visually, you have to be able to move. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, then I would like to... To... In fact, it specifically says you can't act except to recall knowledge or use actions that require only the use of your mind. That is what I was thinking. Like, if there were a way I would be able to, like, finagle from you an intimidate check. Um, Unless you're telepathic, no. Yeah, all right. Um, then I really have nothing else. That was it. All right, let me get another uh, fort save out of you. All right. 17 for 26. You break free of the paralyze. Okay. And next turn, you will be back to normal. All right. Up next is this thing again. And it's still flustered based on uh, what? It being interrupted in its work. Oh, you'll all make a pretty canvas fit for. fit for. fit for the lady herself. I'll make you put her in profile. Across, across that hairy back fur of yours. He wastes an action doing that, but for a second action, he's going to take a bite out of crime at the thing that came at him with a big old axe. That's me. I'm going to use Farabella's flip. So here comes a bite, bite, bite. That's a 19 to hit. <sighs> that is a miss. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. That stinks. I think rolled like a two. <laughs> yeah. That that may be accurate. Um, if the attack still hits you. Okay, so I can only move space if it does hit me. So never mind. Can't move. And the second attack, he's going to go at you with a claw. And here comes the bite. Having missed, he's going to follow up with his hand and rake across. And that's another miss, a natural two. Yeah. And as Mordron, you are up again. It is no longer flat-footed. All right. I do not have any more bottled lightning. I am out of reagents, but I do have some junk bombs. Junk bombs. That is... Ah, shit. That is a 12 on the die for a 22. That is going to be a miss. So he is going to take three... He will take three damage, though. Oh, gotta love that splash, man. Yep. But I don't have enough of these to just waste them like that. Uh, you know what? We are going to go ahead. 
and use trick magic device on this wand for two shots with a magic missile. Let's see what we can get. That is a 13 on the die for what is my plus nine. So 21, that is a success. So I will spend my last two actions to shoot two missiles for a five and a two. So seven damage. Wait, isn't a magic missile a 1d4, not a six? Per missile, so per action. No, I rolled 1d4 plus one. Oh, okay. Sorry. You said a five. All right. Yep, yep. Sorry. It's a five and a two. And yep. that's seven points of damage. No worries. And as Mordrin is done. Nice. He is looking... Uh, you could probably estimate that uh, he's he's expended about half of his strength, maybe. Yosef, you are up. Can you do something against this undead be pretty cool. tattooing terror? Be pretty cool. Uh, I, I want to trip him because his flat-footed condition is gone, and I want him down on the ground uh, so he can waste an additional action getting back up if he's going to be flustered like that. So let me just make sure I got my... Okay, yeah. Plus 11 to this roll. Uh, that is a 14 for a 25. He is down. Nice. nice. On the ground. Just oh. barely, actually. And uh, let me double check something uh, because I wanted to make sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have something for this, don't I? I took a. Oh, uh, yeah. The harder you they have fall. The harder they fall, but I don't know. I think. When I don't you know successfully how that tr- trip triggers. a flat footed foe, your target takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage. I guess he wasn't flat footed when I tripped him, huh? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. He was not flat footed. I should have moved and then j- tripped him. Damn it. All right. Well, he's down on the ground now. Uh, so now we'll take one action to step five feet. So I am flanking with Solus if he does get back up. And uh, my last action is going to be to hit this dude for plus six on this roll. Natural 18 for a 24. Nice. Rolling rocks tonight. That's nice. Uh, yeah. right. Dude, these Norse foundry dice. <laughs> I've been pretty nice. Okay, so that's going to be D8 plus 2D6, right? Because this thing is undead. Yeah. So that is a... Great. I got two sixes and then a one on my D8. <laughs> uh, uh, that is uh, 12, 13, 17 points of damage. Very, very cool. And that is the end of my turn. Of which some of it should be positive and if it is weak to positive. Six of it was positive, if that matters. You'd think it'd be weak to positive. <laughs> Something tells me it's not. It's not uncommon for undead to happen. But... Not all. All right. You wouldn't know. And now, Billiam, you do another big daddy swing. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. There's a giant table in my way. I was thinking of trying to block it in there, but I don't think it's going to try and jump on the table and run. So, and you said that even though Solus is paralyzed, he can still be flanking. He is no longer paralyzed. Oh, perfect. Then never mind. Yeah, this creature is on the ground and being flanked. Yeah. So. I'm gonna look at him and be like, stop ripping people's tattoos off! (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a d12. My bad, hold on. (laughs) I was like, why is that number so big? You're just really worried about your tattoo. Yeah, right? That's a natural 19 for a 30. (laughs) It's not a crit. (laughs) Yeah. But it is a hit. Woohoo! Alright, that's one. Oh, fuck, false. Let's see what it was. (laughs) Go looking for it, Raymond. I know, right? I got it. Luckily, it landed right here. All right. That is a nine for a 15. Like the carnival game where you're just 
You're hitting the thing. The high striker. And then you get a second swing. Bam! One more time. He's on the floor, so I'm 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 really just going for um, that was his left arm. Now I'm going for his right arm. Really just trying to uh, chop off limbs here. That was not as good. That was a 12 for an 18. 18. That is a mess, unfortunately, for you. Yeah. I can't. I don't even think I can hit him unless I get a natural 20. So that's what we're going to get. One more swing. Oh, that was another natural 19, though. (laughs) For a 20. That is a mess. Sorry, buddy. And that's it. Bill smash. Yeah. Bill do smash. (laughs) Bill do smash. That's the end of my turn. All right. Now, can the celestial paladin of Iomidae bring it home for the Otari boys? So, Solus reinvigorated will try to attack with a longsword. This is attack number one. Five for a 16. That's a miss. That won't do it. Okay, attack number two. That is a natural 20. There we go. the ground harmlessly as he kind of rolls away to the side. But as that second strike comes, he realizes he's rolled right into your feint and he takes it across the face. Give me that damage. All right, here we go. Cut him down. And that is max damage for 20. Nice. <laughs> I want you to describe your kill as the sword comes oh, across his face. Shit. So I'm going to step over this thing and uh, bring my sword down. Uh, you know, one, my left hand on the blade down on its neck and like razor oh. back and forth, <laughs> cutting through its neck, severing its head from the rest of its body. And that is the end of combat. Gross. You see what he's left behind is all these bits of tattooed flesh. There's there's one in his hand. There was another one in his shirt pocket. And these things all over the walls uh William, you you said something about you thought he was taking it off of people. That is not the case. He's practicing his art on what's left over from the dead. So he would flay corpses and tattoo them. Still gross. Well, that's not as bad, I guess. (laughs) I mean, Yosef wouldn't like it at all. But I'm super glad this dude's dead. Would anyone really, other than this guy? I, you know, I got really caught up for a second because you were like, what this guy left behind? And for some reason, I thought you were going to take a real pivot. You were like, you see on the table a picture of two wife, like a wife and two kids. <laughs> he was one day away from retirement. Yeah, right. <laughs> what he left behind was a family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, sorry. It's just, I have brain rot. Y- yes, you do. Whew, well. What, gentlemen, do you do in this desecrated studio? Well, before we do anything, I'm going to walk up to Solus and I'm going to take out the healer's kit because you are undoubtedly banged the fuck up. Uh, Yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, As Marjorie, also, there's a door to the west. And I point out the door on the left side of this room. what, what do you make of it? Is there anything over there? You keep lifting your arm like that. You're going to rip out these stitches. Uh, I will. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll give a listen first. I just have to dot this eye. Ooh, natural natural 20 for 26 at the listen at the door. Nice. It sounds completely silent. I'll open the door and take a peek in. Cool. I rolled an 8 for a 16. Perfect. So take 2d, or roll 2d8 points of healing. Yeah, yeah. All right, Micah, you're going to get back. Let's see here. 
four points of healing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hell yeah, high roller. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Better than hurting you. Yeah. As Mordrin, you step into this room and there is blood covering the walls, both fresh and dried all over a desk on the northern wall where it has been repurposed into a messy butcher block. There are piles of dead, uh, decaying flesh piled and piled all over this room. And there's a shiny silver hatchet wedged in the top of the desk. Oh, like tiny, shiny, shiny. Oh, I thought you said tiny. My bad. I will pull it out and give it a good once over with crafting to see if it has any properties. That is a 11 on the die for a 23. Yeah, you could tell this is just a regular old plus one. <laughs> Not regular. It's magical. It's a plus one low grade silver hatch. Huh. Silver, you say? That might be useful for those werewolves. Yep. Hmm. It's worth a fair amount of gold, too. I will bring it back out. Uh, it's just a room of spare people parts in this hatchet. And there's also a door. Spare people parts. I threw the hatchet on Billiam's sheet. Yay. Well, um, that's gross. Shut that door. Uh, there's another door, but I'd hoping maybe someone a little more stout might want to open it. I'm I'm pretty low on resources. Oh, that sounds like me. <sighs> yeah, I just finished um, not hurting Solus, I guess. Y- y- so you did good. what you can do. I I truly appreciate it. I'll I'll give it another go in a, in a little bit. Just just a little bit later. Yes. We'll see how this sets. Billiam, what's behind that door in there? It's, uh... Billiam will listen at the door. You hear buzzing flies, but otherwise nothing. Hmm, guys, you remember a long time ago, seems like forever ago, when we fought those giant flies in that room on the first floor? Yes, I do. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. It sounds like that buzzing. Oh. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so should I open the door or should I leave it shut? Uh, let's leave it close for now, because Solus is still pretty hurt. I will note that it sounds like light buzzing, as if it was just a bunch of flies type. Not like a giant fly buzz. All right. It's not, like, as loud. It, they're definitely smaller flies. I mean, you could just take a peek in, and if it looks bad, shut the door. Okay, I'm going to do yes, that. Billy, why don't, why, why don't you wait for Yosef and I to be finished with um, what we're doing over here? Okay. And we'll come over to you. Sounds good. I think it'll be fine, William. Just open the door really quick. Let's let's take a look. <laughs> As whispering this to me, do a, perse- do a persuasion. <laughs> Roll persuasion, Christian. Do you, diplomacy. Think, I do you think I should? Oh, I, have, I, should I just... have a plus one to do my th- diplomacy. As Mordrin, these guys I rolled a nine let me for a ten. <laughs> look, these guys never let me do anything I want to well, do. And they're always... The- Here's the fun thing, Billy. You could set your own DC. Yeah, right. <laughs> Billiam already wants it. Billiam already wants to do it, and like I'm gonna, but I'm looking for like a. You were looking for think, an excuse. This is a DC five. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bill's like, you know what? Let's get crazy as Mordred. Shut that door. Shut that door. So, <laughs> so he shuts the door shuts to the east, and I open the door to the west or the south. So Billiam? I just like tried to stitch up Solo. So all of a sudden, you look at. Take a door shut. My chunk. William? Did they did they just shut the door? I are they okay? <laughs> William? Is Mordred? 
What are you, are you okay? And I've opened the door I, to the south. Everything's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Billion, what do you see? As, as you open the door, even just a crack, you get hit with this wave of the smell of death and decay. Ugh. There are a pile of slowly decaying bodies hung and stacked. This, what appears to be a former bedroom on an interior portion where it's cool has been converted into a meat locker of sorts where a pile of dead Morlocks is stacked. Oh. Oh. Nice. Billiam immediately covers his nose. He's like, Asmorgi, can you look at this room real quick? Because I want to leave. Oh, sure. No, no problem. <laughs> On the opposite side of the door, while Yosef walks up to hear all of this and just hears <laughs> Billiam's gag reflex engage, his <laughs> eyes will go wide, and then he'll look at Solus and be like, I, "Let's leave them alone." Uh, <laughs> you, just don't don't go in. Just let, let's just just let's wait. All right, fair enough. They're they're busy. I'm gonna I'm gonna check your wounds. <laughs> you can lay on hands yourself and all that fun stuff too. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's twelve HP to me. Okay, then if you're going to try to redo the, uh, the the healing. Yeah, I got another 16, so success. All right, I'm full health. Well, hold on. You've already done a heal? You've already done a heal check? Oh, oh wait, uh, you did, it's six, 16. No, I rolled a six Before? Yeah, I well, I rolled. That is my heal check. That's what I was saying it was. Like, okay, I'm I didn't know if that there healing. was a, a... This is a second in a series while in this room. Well, I believe so. Because you, you can't do a heal check every 10 minutes, right? Because you they're immune for an hour afterwards. Oh, I thought, oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I can only Which lay on hands. The previous hmm. room, it would have taken right. two hours of healing in that yeah. other room. Yeah. All right, well, meanwhile, <laughs> in the meat locker. So as Mordrin, you're going to go on and, and take a look? Yeah. The smell is almost overpowering. And as you look around, you notice that all of these, uh, these Morlocks seem to have this weird blue rash over their entire bodies. Um, and I need you to give me a fortitude save. Oh. Damn it, I should have went. <laughs> Great fortitude. They're turning into ghouls. Is this against a disease or a poison? It is against a disease. Ah, excellent. Flesh Warps get a bonus for that. Oh, 16 for a total of a 27. Nice. You're good. But there's nothing of note in here other than these nasty corpses. And his mortar acts like there's nothing wrong. He's just like shoving them aside, and like <laughs> pushing his hand into the into their bowels, looking for things and <laughs> holes in them. Nope, every, every, there's nothing in here, Billy. It just seems to be all of these dead Morlocks. Bill's like, I just meant to look around, but uh, spend all the time you need. <laughs> if you want to try to figure out anything more about these, you can check a med- do a medicine check or a nature check if you'd like to find out more about what's going on with these corpses. Uh, I'll give a shot. I have, I'll use medicine. I have nothing in nature. So, ooh, a 19 for a 25. Damn. These bodies are infected by a rare flesh-eating bacteria known as blue blisters. It is particularly virulent. That's not good. The ghouls find the taste imparted by the bacteria that causes this quite savory, and it's considered a delicacy among them. I'm, uh, I'm pretty glad right now that they closed the door. Like, maybe <laughs> we should barricade it. Yeah, you guys have to quarantine in there for two weeks. Yeah, right? Oh, uh, actually, Miriam, 
Yeah, no, B- Billy, uh, maybe don't come in here. Uh, they they seem to actually have a kind of a disease or something. So, oh, gross. I'm gonna back away from the door. He cleans his hands off by shoving it into his tummy mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big tongue comes out, licks the hands clean. Oh, oh god, perfect. <laughs> oh my god, you're all of you are disgusting. Mm, gotta love a tummy mouth. And Yosef can barely hear all of this with his with his rodent hearing, and he's just like. I have no idea what's going on in there, and I, I don't even want to think. You know what? Let's go to another room. Solis. Yeah, let, let, uh, why don't we head up north? Uh, I think we were there before, weren't we? believe so. Oh, you're back. Oh. Hey, Billy, but there's yeah. Mordred. What's... Bill, Bill looks a little more green than normal. <laughs> what? Uh, I... Yeah, as Mordred grabs some of the hides and, like, wipes his hands off as best he can. Did you, did you have fun in there? It was gross. Oh, this is just a bunch of dead bodies. This is nothing I special. I, what? There's just a bunch of dead bodies, and they they have some disease. I think ghouls particularly find it tasty. So, Like people? Or are they dead people? Uh, the people adjacent. What are they? Uh, the Morlocks. Oh, so not people. Well, I mean, it's debatable. Morlocks kind of used to be humans a long time ago, so there's, I mean, if you want to have a philosophical debate, it's kind of an interesting I mean, story, but... I didn't know they used to be human. I I believe there is time for that later. All right, uh, you lead the way. Or Billiam, I don't care. Or I'll uh, B- Billiam, are you okay? I'm good. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just... You know, I don't think Zoslerian cleans this level, so that's just going to be good now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Then uh, stepping north from this room, there's a door to the left, which we had been through God knows how many episodes ago. And there's a door to the right, which is unopened. I will say you've not been through that door. You've been in the room, but you haven't been through that door. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, we haven't. What do you think? Should we go to the left or to the right? I would like to head east. There's that door right there. I can take a listen if you would like. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, t- yeah, step forward. And I'm going to listen on the door to the east. I got a natural three for a 13. Can't really hear anything. Seems pretty quiet. I can't make anything out. All right. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to roll the stealthily open this door. Give me that stealth. Because I feel trepidatious. Okay. That was a natural 20 for a 31. Damn. Silent as the grave, you open the store. And as you open it, you again smell the scent of dead and decaying flesh. But alongside of that, your senses must have been dampened by the door. This door felt particularly heavy as you pressed it open. And as you open it and the smell hits you also here the sound of smacking and slathering. Don't go in there. They're making out. Oh, my God. But you it's some coming from around the corner to your north. Guys, I believe this is where all the local teens come to make out. <laughs> it's make out point. <laughs> is it make out point? I've heard about it. The jack in a shed. <laughs> 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 oh, God, that's a callback. Uh, would you like me to take the lead once again? I can take a look. Just ca- ca- carefully. I don't think anything I'll be right me. behind you. Yeah, I'm going to roll over that stealth, and I'd like to take a five-foot step and see if I can, like, peek around this corner. See what I see? Uh, 
paying no heed to you, you see a quartet of ghouls surrounding a table, uh, feasting upon the corpse of a dead Morlock. They continue. God, you know, with with Todd gone, we were missing the mouth sounds. (laughs) God. Okay, well, that's horrifying. I'm going to take a five-foot step back and uh, shut the door quietly. Give me another stealth check. Oh, my God. You're a real asshole, you know that? Yes. (laughs) You wouldn't do that normally. Okay. What is that? Oh, okay, that's a nine for a 20. You seem to be all right. Nothing changes. You can't hear anything coming towards the door or anything as you close it behind you. Okay, I'm going to... What do, what do you see, Yosef? So there are four more ghouls um, all having a banquet. They're eating uh, one of those Morlocks you were talking about. That's what that gross noise is. Is it too late to save them? The Morlock or the ghouls? The Morlock. Oh, well, yes, oh. he's gone. Well, then. I mean, physically, he is mostly gone. Oh. <laughs> Should we interfere or leave them about their business? Yeah, don't we need to go that way? I mean, I don't know. I just kind of peeked around the corner far and I couldn't see the edge of the room. I just saw a majority of them mm-hmm. and then left. Seeing as how that one was enough of a problem and he you know, gesticulates to the dead one on the ground just to the south of him. What's the chances the library's that way? I actually don't know the layout of this dungeon mm-hmm. as a player well enough to remember yeah. like, if we're actually close to the, the library or not. Me neither. I can't remember. Did you guys give me a perception check in this room? In this room? Yeah, explicitly Solus walked into this room and looked around and went and looked. Right. I'm going to let you know that there are some books in here that Morlebent would rather like. Two bulk worth of books that have to do with esoteric tattoo artistry. Hmm. Okay. Hey, look at this. There's some books on the just looks like tattoo. William, do you want to be a tattoo artist? Uh, duh, and Bill flashes his arm <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> it says, yeah, mom. he goes, who do you think did this? Bill did. <laughs> oh, it says mom, but the O looks more like a D. Yeah, right? <laughs> no ragrats. It says wow, because Bill did it. Bill did it to himself, so he did it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else, it says wow, but to Bill, it says mom. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So you know that to the northeast of you is a quartet of ghouls that seem to be indisposed as of now. Uh, To the west, you're not certain what it is. You have an idea that it may be the library, but you're not certain. If any of you wanted to roll a, hmm, what would we make an equivalent to dungeoneering? I'd probably allow a crafting or a society. I roll crafting. I think Jake probably has good crafting too. My bonus to crafting and society are both plus eight. Oh, nice. So I didn't do give it, it a shot. Fantastically, I got a ten for eighteen. Oh, I got a fifteen for a twenty through twenty-two. Damn! Directly to your west, you would assume to be the library that you were previously in. Guys, I know the west of. Sorry, this. Oops. 
in that this hallway door to the north. Yeah. So like if you were to yeah. go out Left the western West. door and continue, you would find the library. Okay. I'm gonna be like, I know this sounds weird, guys, but I have a hunch that it's this way. And then Bill opens Bill doesn't open this door. Sorry, I didn't mean to open it. I was trying to hit X. Uh and, and puts his hand on this western door and goes, I think it's this way. I have a hunch. I might be wrong, but I have a hunch. I also just remembered that I have a uh, ancestry feat called War and Navigator. I am particularly good at solving mazes and navigating twists and turns. Yeah, you would. Um, you'd be able to understand that. That's probably West. You'd know that kind of in- intuitively. I get a bonus to sense direction. So I believe Billiam is correct. That would be to the west, and I believe that is where the library is. Perfect. We have an option of ignoring these schools, but. They're still going to be around, and I believe our plan was to stay here somewhere tonight. Mm-hmm. And if that's going to be on this floor, they need to be gone. We could also, maybe if we go west, we could pinch them and go come at them from both sides, if there's a hallway to the north of them. I think it may be smarter for us to go to the library, mm-hmm. try to collect any information we can get, and then head upstairs to a level we have already cleared and make camp for the night. Smart. So, all right. So, what's the plan, gentlemen? I'm I'm really in favor of just opening that door and throwing fireballs at them. That, that sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> that that does worry me. That worries me. I I think I'm with Yosef on this one. Yeah, hey, I mean, push comes to shove. If they we catch them while we're eating again, didn't we just get like a necklace of bombs we could throw in there? We did. We did. That that's what I said. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You know, I agree with you. So to the west, mm-hmm. and I will start walking dun, 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 to the dun, dun. west, and I'm going to step out into this hallway. I feel like we've been before. You have. This is where you first fought the ghouls on this floor. If you go farther mm-hmm. west, it is the room where the fog was, if you were to go out that yeah. door to the west. Mm-hmm. And uh, directly south, you can see that strange uh, pillar of negative energy that mirrors the one in the room directly above you with the corpse of the purple worm. And also, we're passing by a door heading heading northwards um, in this hallway. Oh, shit, you're right. I didn't yeah. even see that one. Well, I know what that is. That's the other side of that dining room. The, yeah, that's true. It's probably true. I'd put a lot of money on it. Okay. Um. So in this room, there are a few uh, doors that you can see immediately. There's one a little bit to your south. One directly to your west that leads out to the hallway that you previously been in. And one slightly to the north. If I remember correctly, didn't we like have reason to believe that more of the library proper, like where there might be like a larger room with more information, would be to the north? Or am I making that up? No, um, you went to another room where you fought the ghost things with the hands coming out of their chests that looks like it was like a restricted type collection but it was largely destroyed and you've already searched that room and okay, you searched yeah. this this building this room okay all right i'm in favor of heading to the south then past the pillar of negative energy and seeing what's on the other side of it there's also a door that's right here as well that you would pass in order to get to that area i'm going to Walk up to that door to the south, and I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna give her a little listen. See what's on the other side. Natural two for a twelve. You don't hear anything. Completely safe, guys. And I open the door. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door. Oh God! And you see a ghostly apparition in this small room. 
There is three work tables lining the walls and a single stool near one of those tables. There's a skeleton wearing a light blue librarian's robe lying in a heap beside the stool. But sitting in the stool is a softly sobbing apparition. And she begins to cry slightly. (laughs) As she does so, she begins reaching out and, and pantomiming the activity of repairing books, tying bindings. And she looks up at you and says, Are you here for more work for me? And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh. It's Melody Myrtle, guys. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she looks nice. She does like this. She, she, yeah. yeah. I think she's going to yeah. be our friend. I think yeah. she's going to be. And if she's uh, not, yeah. I have Ghost Touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then we can destroy her. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>